Hello, my name's Gary, and this is episode 46 of EV Musings, a podcast about renewables, electric vehicles, and things that are interesting to electric vehicle owners. On today's show, we'll be talking about EV groups. What are they? Should you join one? And what do they do for you? Before we get started, I want to ask you, did you see the recent news from the EU about dropping VAT on electric vehicles? It's all part of an EU initiative to reduce emissions and create better conditions for meeting the climate change targets that have been agreed to. The only problem is now that the UK is out of Europe. Is this something that they will adopt? Well, we'll see. Our feature topic today is EV groups. Back in the day, i.e. about two or three months ago, every Sunday would find me travelling the country and visiting a local EV group to say hello. Obviously, the COVID-19 situation has put pay to that for a short while. But once the country comes out of lockdown, a lot of these groups are going to restart. I wanted to take the time to talk a little bit about these and understand what these groups do, how you can be involved, and why they're useful. At the most basic level, an EV group consists of a local collection of like-minded people who are advocating for the adoption of electric vehicle technology in an area. The first EV group was started in Sussex by uh, Neil Roberts and his wife Leanne, friends of the podcast, and Neil has taken something of a lead in pushing these forward. I asked Neil why he started the first EV group. We all know people who who are experienced in driving electric cars, I would say probably tend to forget what it's like taking that initial step. It's easy to to forget how it felt at that point. And, And it is scary. So the clubs exist for that reason. It's to encourage local people to step out of their comfort zone and make a life change. But why should somebody join an EV group? One of the key reasons that a person, a member of the general public, would want to join one of these clubs is, one, to find a community where they can ask questions. Um, Anybody, when getting into a new technology, is going to have questions. They're going to have things that they don't understand, things that they don't know how to do, what cable goes with what, what apps you need for for this, that and the other. And the the clubs are a great resource for that. There's loads of people in these clubs who who are experienced, loads of people who are new, loads loads of people who live geographically not terribly far from each other. So having the opportunity to to then meet up with these people, it loses the impersonality that you can get with Facebook groups. It becomes personal. It becomes something more because the the people that you chat to in the club are the same people you meet for coffee and cake at a meetup and the whole thing comes to life i think it's i think these meetups are a great opportunity to bring um people who don't currently have an electric car certainly the sussex evs meetups uh, all of the meetups that that, I, that i've been to with any of the clubs in in the nexus any visitors are, are very very welcome and you will always find people happy to talk about their experience of driving electric, be it good, bad or indifferent. They will happily talk about, about the car they drive, warts and all. And it's an, it's an experience that you won't get in a commercial environment. You won't get that kind of response. You won't get that kind of interaction from a, from a car dealer because in the end of the day, they're trying to sell you something. These clubs are not selling anything with the possible exception of the odd t-shirt or sticker. People are free to say what they what they actually think. And by and large, I would say 
almost everybody that I've met has been incredibly positive and incredibly friendly. It's a lovely community. It's a really nice place to be. And I think that's really the two main reasons why people should join these communities, even if they don't want to be particularly active in a Facebook group. Perhaps they'd be happy to go along to a meetup every couple of months. The, the opportunity is there and it's, it's definitely worth taking. Neil now runs the EV Group's Nexus, which is a community that oversees all the EV groups. I asked him how this came about. It was quite funny how the Nexus first came about. Um, it was initially an idea of John Brooks, Beardy McBeardface. Uh, he created a, a WhatsApp group, added me into it. And the idea was it was going to be a place where just local local clubs, local communities could, could just chat about resourcing, uh, chat about best places to find sticker resellers, for instance, or T-shirt makers. That was really the initial thinking of it. What it has grown to become is, is, is quite different now. It still does those things. It still very much is an initiative designed to help promote collaboration and cooperation between different clubs. And, and this is true in the United Kingdom and Ireland at the moment. Uh, it'd be great to get some clubs from other countries as well. We are an active community where we, we all talk to each other, we all help each other out. And, it, and it's, a, it's a wonderful environment to be, actually. It's, it's really nice. But the, the Nexus has a two-pronged approach, really. The first and initial idea was that very thing. It was to help clubs collaborate and cooperate with each other. What has also come out of that is, is having the website where all of the clubs are listed means that there is now a single central place that people can go to to find a club in their local area which has a, has the same ethos. It can be it can be a bit of a guessing game when you're trying to find a local community. You, you, you're hunting for something but you, you don't know what it is. You know that when you go to evgroups.co.uk that the clubs that you find there you're going to be able to trust, you're going to be welcomed, no questions going to be out of bounds. They're friendly, they're, they're well managed. Uh, if anyone is being rude or aggressive they will get removed from the group. This is just the, the common ethos which all of these clubs agree to share. It's it's been been a wonderful experience. We've we've helped to to start up a whole load of clubs. We we've brought a whole load of pre-existing clubs under our wing, and it's a, just a really nice, friendly community. It's, it's it's great fun. At the moment, not all of the UK and Ireland is covered by um, individual EV groups. Yeah, there are still quite a few places which don't have um, local communities. Some of those places are are covered by the, the larger regional communities. So, for instance, you've got the Southwest EV Owners Group, which um, covers Cornwall all the way over to um, Hampshire. Uh, then you've got the Northwest EV Owners Group, uh, which covers that area, and you've got the Northeast EV Owners Group, which covers that area. You've also got national groups, obviously, which cover the, the entire nation. Of the local regional groups, we've got probably in the region of around 20 different county groups now set up. There are still a good number to go, and I I could just give you a great big list of, of counties which aren't covered, but that wouldn't necessarily be particularly helpful. Have a look 
in your local area if there is a club that you can join and if there isn't one think about starting it yourself there'll be loads of people available to support you in that and it's very very rewarding i think the nexus will will evolve i think the the clubs will will change they'll become much more enthusiasts clubs rather than a friendly at the moment they're a friendly place where you can bring people who've never experienced it before what they will probably become is something akin to a a community like like for instance the classic vw air called community or, or something like that en enthusiasts who have a particular common interest perhaps it will veer slightly more into customizations uh old petrol or diesel cars which have been converted into into electric that that might be the direction it goes into one day a, the clubs won't be required in their current form and i look forward to that day because it means that we've won neil is understating the influence and scope of the nexus here it's become quite a powerful entity in its own right they recently held a number of broadcast sessions under lockdown including a qa with mr robert llewellyn of fully charged fame himself so what happens when you go to an EV meet? Well, it varies. Everyone is very friendly when it comes to the meets. Remember, we're there to discuss EVs, to answer questions you may have, and frankly, to show off the cars. At recent EV meets, we were lucky enough to have attendees driving Model 3s that they virtually almost picked up directly from the Tesla showrooms. And at another meet, we had five new MG ZS EVs attending. And this was when MG ZS EVs were not that common on the road. Well, not as much as they are at the moment. So if you wanted to see what these cars are like, if you wanted to sit in them, drive in them, ask questions about them, this is definitely the place to go. If you listened to last week's episode, you'll recall Gary Wales saying that he attended an EV meet one weekend just after the timing chain went on his ICE car, and at that meet he drove it a Kia Soul, a BMW i3, and a Model 3 Performance, and it was this, alongside long discussion with the owner of the Model 3, that persuaded him an EV was the right solution for him. Also, if you follow certain EV YouTubers or podcasters, you'll probably find them at one of the EV meets. I've met James from James and Kate, Colin, the plug seeker, Simon from the EV side, and many, many others. And it's great to get to meet a lot of these people in person, especially if they were instrumental in your decision to buy an EV. If you haven't bought an EV, a meet is a great opportunity to chat with people who already have them. I've attended meets where people have come up to me and asked me questions about my Kia Soul as they were interested in, in getting one. It's also the place where current owners will give you the unvarnished truth about you know, the charging infrastructure, range anxiety and, and similar issues. It's also the place where you put to bed some of the myths you may have heard about EVs. Uh, we, we did a whole episode on myths, uh, the link is in the show notes. So it's time for a cool EV or renewable thing to share with your listeners. And today I want to talk batteries. In particular, I want to talk million mile batteries. At the moment, a typical EV battery will last anywhere from 100,000 to 200,000 miles, although there are examples that have done way, way more than this. When the battery is degraded to such a point that it needs replacing, it then goes to second life as battery storage, and then, when it can no longer do that effectively, it gets recycled. But battery makers are now looking at batteries that can last a million miles as a first life unit. Tesla announced their version in early May and they're planning on introducing it either at the end of this year or early next year. But General Motors have recently announced a million mile battery as well. 
They announced that a week or two back, but they're obviously not as far advanced in this as Tesla, which is no surprise, really. But they have multiple teams working on things such as zero cobalt electrodes, solid state electrolytes and ultra fast charging. Remember, GM General Motors have committed to producing one million electric cars per year by 2025 in China and the US. And a battery that will last way longer than the lifetime of a car will be a great selling point. And that's the show for today. Hope you enjoyed listening to it. If you want to contact me, I'm the real Gary C on Twitter or use the EV Musings Twitter account, Musings EV. If you're wanting a quick reference ebook to read on your Kindle, I wrote a little something called So You've Gone Electric. And it's available on Amazon Worldwide for the measly sum of 99p or equivalent. It's a great little introduction to living with an electric car. Links for everything I've talked about in the podcast today are in the description. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe. It's available on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave a review as it helps raise our visibility and extend our range in search engines. Thanks, as always, to my co-founder, Simon. You know, I asked him why he set up his own YouTube channel rather than just keep posting about EVs on Facebook. And he told me he liked seeing his face on the screen. It loses the impersonality that you can get with Facebook groups. It becomes personal. Thanks for listening. Bye.